Well, uh, 2012 coming to an end. Crazy, right? I thought so. Maybe you don't think so. Because I don't know. I, I, I look back and I go, okay, what went well in 2012? What didn't go well? And uh, as I get a little older, it seems like I start focusing on all the things that didn't go so well. When I was younger, it was like, wow, this is great, another year. When you get a little older, you start feeling a few more failures. You go, well, I don't know if I really want to go into a whole another year where I get more of this. And uh, yet, I get to come and focus on the cross. That's a little interesting. And I want to talk about messages. Because as we're at this time of year, we start getting bombarded with all the stuff that you need to buy, right? All the things that you want to change for the new year. The advertising people, they all know that. So they play on that. And they send you some messages. Messages like, you're inadequate. You deserve this car that costs X amount of thousand dollars that you can't pay for. Everyone else has it. Everybody that matters at least. And this will make you happy. This will change everything. This is what you need. All of these messages. Yet there's a message of the cross that we need to focus on. And uh, if you've been a Christian for quite some time, then you start uh, thinking, okay, what is this message of the cross? Sometimes we talk about the message of the cross, and it ends up being kind of mysterious. Say amen if that's you. If it's just me, that's fine. It can stay silent. I'll be the oddball. But I'm telling you, sometimes I think, what is the cross really all about? Because we talk about it so much. We say these phrases, but do they lose their meaning at times? We're human. Let's talk about it. 1 Corinthians 1.18 says, and this is something that we have read many, many times, many of us, but we've had many communion times. So let's read this. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. What I'm going to talk about is the message and the power. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. We've heard this said, that word foolishness comes from the word that we get moron from. So people who might be perishing that think what we think is all great, they might go, you're a moron. You're an absolute idiot. I wonder if there were people at the cross at the time that Jesus was there dying for our sins that literally felt this way, that literally said, this is your hero? You've got to be kidding me. This is what you are putting all your hope in? You've got to be kidding me. Look at him. He's dead. He's not going to accomplish all the things you thought that he was going to accomplish for you in your life. You're a sad case. Now, we understand that, but sometimes we can look on the other side where it says, but those of us who are being um, saved, it's the power of God. And we're like, yeah, that's great. Look, you guys are perishing. But I challenge us, when we don't live a life of power through the cross, how are we any different? Aren't there times in our life, let's be real, aren't there times in our life when we're faced with situations and we don't rely on the cross? Isn't that saying the same thing? Isn't that saying the way of the cross for whatever that means to you, and we'll talk about that in a second. That's foolishness. I'm going to argue back with that guy. I'm going to fight about this situation. I'm going to dig my heels in. Whenever we go opposite of the cross, isn't that what we're saying? That it's foolishness? It's moronic? But yet the Bible says, if we're being saved, it's the power of God. And now that word power is where we get the word dynamite, dunamis. And we've heard that said. So I wanted to dig a little deeper in it, and I decided at Starbucks, uh, shift number one yesterday, that I would uh, type up, what, you know, what, what's dynamite do? Like, how does dynamite work? 
Now, here's the interesting thing. Don't do that. Don't type in your Google search, how does dynamite work in a public place? <laughs> Nothing happened, but I did kind of get the creeps, like somebody would come after me with a badge. But um, I'll spare you all the details. It was very interesting. But what I got here is a couple things I want to share with you. This word, which existed far be uh, before we got our word dynamite, this is what it means. And I want you to read this passage with this in mind. Miraculous power. Miraculous strength. Miraculous ability and miraculous energy. Miraculous ability to produce a desired effect. Miraculous meaning. Now what dynamite does, and it's interesting, uh, uh, the person named Alfred Nobel, you might know that from the Nobel Prize, his contribution was to harness the power of dynamite so that it would not be unstable, so that it could be used. And it became amazing for, obviously, construction. Because what dynamite did at that time, and still now, blast out things that you want to remove so that new construction can begin. Think about the cross. For those of us who have been Christians for quite some time, think back. Wasn't the cross like that? Wasn't the cross miraculously powerful in your life? Sins that I didn't think I would ever be able to move past or conquer. God blasted them. I got a chance to celebrate this past year in 2012, 18 years of being a disciple. I'm so grateful for that. But it's not like a badge where I can go, okay, I got my 18-year badge or something like that. I do have my 10-year globe. Maybe I'll get a 20. I don't know. But what's that mean? I got a chance to celebrate last week 17 years of being married to Shelly. Wonderful woman. I'm so grateful to be married. These are things that I never thought would be possible. That kind of consistency, that kind of life, I didn't think was possible. But there's been a lot of years of living. There's been a lot of falling. There's been a lot of crawling. There's been a lot of victories. But what does the cross mean to me now? Where's that power now? Are you with me on that? As we take communion, I want you to think about the power of the cross, blasting out things. You know, there's some things that I need blasted out of my life. I'm only going to share a couple. There's many. There's thousands. You know, grumbling. I grumble far too much. You know, but when I look at the cross, that message of the cross, Christ crucified, I see that Jesus accepted his mission and his position, and he served to the point of death. And I got a problem with people cutting me off in traffic. I have a problem if you mess up my order in the drive-thru. I'm on the phone with customer service. I grumble way too much. It's about me. It's so petty. And in, in doing that, I go away from the cross, and I end up making the gospel seem small. That's not powerful. Rather, when I die to my sin, like Jesus says, or, or like uh, Paul says in Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I need the power of the cross to blast out some things in my life. I need to rely on it regularly. Is it weekly? I don't think so. I think it's daily. We need to focus on the power of the cross. Let's not let the power of the cross fade in our lives. How do we do that? We got to take perspective. We have to take perspective in the fact 
that there is a message in the cross. What is that message? Christ crucified. Let's also not forget there's a messenger in that message. Christ, your Savior, my Savior, our Savior, paid the price so that we can live an entirely new life every single day. But we have to live a crucified life to live a victorious life. Amen? Let's focus on the cross. Let's think about what we're going to do differently in the new year. But let's not leave the cross out of that. The message of the cross is Christ crucified and us living a crucified life. Amen? Let's pray. Mighty God in heaven, uh, Lord, we love you. We thank you that the message of the cross means that you would go to any extent to show us your love, to the point of becoming a man, living the life that you lived, sacrificing for us, and then ultimately giving the total sacrifice of your very life so that we can live a new life. Thank you for blasting out all the things that we didn't think were possible in our lives. For those of us that might not yet know that life, Father, I pray that you would blast out all the difficulties that stand between that soul and you, Father. I pray that as we take communion, that we would remember the power of the cross on a regular basis, that it would not fade in our lives, that we would once again, if necessary, recapture that. As we take the communion, we take the fruit of the vine, and we take the bread, symbolizing your body that was given for us, and the blood that cleanses us. And we take it with gratitude, and we thank you in Christ's name. Amen.